The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Ready, Jerry? I'm ready. I just want to make sure you're ready, brother. Show me the money. Oh, you didn't know? Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. Put my shoes on, you wouldn't last a mile. Summertime, when it's time, when it grind. I got the ring, I'm the champ, I'm the genie of the lamp. This is the gift I was given, so I just live by my Pocket, it don't make sense, but don't make a profit. So I hustle, ladies and homies. Make money, make money, money, money. I want to find a thing to save my life. So I hustle, hustle. It ain't over for me. No, it ain't over for me. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talk. Okay, let's go smoke that joint. Tino said, smoking a pancake. Don't mind if I do. Hey, man, very nice. I like the, uh, what's the one? A bong in the, oh, damn it, what is it? A bong in the blitzen? <laughs> smoking a pancake. Cigar in a waffle. <laughs> bong in the blitzen. And Stranger said, sour banana sherbet. Man, that sounds so good. Um, when I went to the uh, dispensary and I got the, uh, the flower, the Tyson 2.0, uh, last week, Man, um, I guess one thing that sucks here is they have like a one ounce limit and I just bought like an ounce of like the Tyson 2.0. But uh, man, they have like deals on rosin there. 
for locals as well. 50% off of uh, off of rosin. And they had some banana sherbet uh, rosin. I couldn't get it though because I had to get all the flour. We were in uh, we were in dire need for the flour. Blintz, there you go. Blintz. Yeah, never heard of whatever the fuck. Never heard of that uh, that breakfast. Uh, um, never heard of that breakfast option. Right. You know, Bogey's gonna be here soon. Let's see what do we got today. We got. Hold on, we got sixty. Three days until the NFL season is upon us. 63 days. Yeah, we've uh, we've been busy. We've been uh, we've been live streaming so much. Like, I don't know if anybody on YouTube goes live as much as we do because we've been like averaging like three to four uh, shows per day for like the last like couple months. So, I mean, it's been. It's been insane. Uh, one thing that we're really trying to do for anybody who's connected to the uh, to the cannabis industry, we're trying to get more sponsors for the August show. And it's not just like you know the August show, um, the August in person live event, because you guys have heard me talking about Stevie B this entire time, and uh, he's one of the main sponsors like right now. And uh, we need to get more. We need to get more. So people who are connected to the cannabis industry, let's uh, talk to some people that you know have some businesses and who uh, spend a couple bucks on uh, on marketing. I'll send you the packet that I'm sending out to everybody. And Stranger said, it is that good. I went back multiple days and bought the Sour Banana Sherbet two ounces at a time. Yeah, totally different in... Uh, Totally different in California. Well, and I know you're in Oregon, but yeah, totally different in California, Oregon compared to Las Vegas. And Tina said, during the football season, you guys have to go uh, at least 20 hours live a week. I mean, we're going more than 20 hours live a week, like right now. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I would say during the season, hey, boogie in the house. What? Tina, during the football season, you guys got to go live at least 20 hours a week. I feel like we did that last year already. Yeah, that was easy. Now, I mean, last year we didn't do the morning. We only did the wake and bake on Tuesday, but we did F and T every day, and we did like Q and A's. Like that was our thing last two years, right? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> dang it, Bogey! Drop the phone. Drop the call. <laughs> But yeah, because um, I'm even thinking now, like, I mean, sometimes we're doing, I mean, the wake and bake, I would say, is like an hour and a half to two hours. Let's say, let's even say an hour and a half, because I know sometimes we go for an hour and that's it. FNT usually an hour and a half and pretty much every single day. I mean, we've been doing three live streams almost every day and let's even say six days a week instead of seven days. I mean, that's three. Uh, let's see. I mean, just from the wake and bake and the fantasy news today, I mean, that's three times six. I mean, just from the two shows, um, the uh, the wake and bake and FNT, like if we're undershooting it, I mean, we're going live, like, uh, I mean, at least 17 hours a week just from those two shows alone. So when you mix in, I mean, we do a night show every single day as well. I mean, other than Sunday right now. Uh, well, I guess I guess it's a weekday, a weekday night show. Um, um, we got for sure over twenty hours a week. 
Um, you know what, bro? We're just gonna leave it on. <laughs> Fuck it, right? We are gonna try to figure out uh, a twenty-four hour live stream during the August. See, see, for those that don't know, I was having technical difficulties, and I was. <laughs> I wish I could see Bogey on the other end when this uh, <laughs> when this shit happens to him because he says he always like he he knows when he goes in the Matrix is making a point and shit. And uh, Peacock said, "Let's see." In season, we got the Q and A, start set, waivers, game day coverage. I mean, yeah, just just the game day coverage. I mean, man, we're going live for like usually six to ten hours uh, just on the one day. And Tino said, uh, during the dead season, you should hit the strip and uh, and do man on the street interviews, Huss. Yeah, I mean, it's got not during the summer. Like, fuck, man, like it's like so hot. Like, fuck that. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I mean, that would be cool. I mean, um, I really want to start getting more, like, into, uh, you know, going and checking out these dispensaries and stuff and just being around, you know, the weed scene. And uh, one thing that was cool, when I went to Planet 13, like, I don't know, like, I mean, I, I guess, I mean, there's just some people, you can tell, they're not from Vegas, like, it's the glitz and glamour, like, oh, shit, this is Bro, I'll buy weed at the store, man, check me out. And uh, but there was like there was a there was a couple who was there and was like, dang, I don't even know what to do. And I was like, you got to get the stuff by Redwood if you're uh, concerned about like the quality. Just get the stuff by Redwood. And uh, they're like, okay, how do you know that it's the shit? And I was like, well, I had it. I was like, I have. Uh, um, I've had multiple uh, flavors of theirs. Some might not be here in the dispensary, but I was like, I have a YouTube channel, and uh, they're one of the sponsors of the show. It's just like uh, you know, we go live, we talk sports, we smoke a lot of weed, and then it was funny. And then for like a half a second, there was like multiple people like lined up to like <laughs> say hi to me and like ask me what, uh, you know, where can I find you on Instagram? Where can I find you on YouTube? It was hilarious. Yeah, hell yeah. And they need a recommendation. Hell yeah. Yeah, it was funny. The guy at the counter who helped me out. Um, like, uh, I'm going to post a video today on YouTube. You guys will see like the whole like uh, uh, Planet 13 like tour. It's like six or seven minutes. Um, versus like just the short that I posted the other day. And uh, it was funny. It was like, man, you like fantasy football? I was like, bro, you need to follow my fantasy football YouTube channel. And he was like, man, I've been in this league for a couple years and I cannot win. <laughs> oh, shit. You got to follow us, man. You got to follow us. I know. I know. I know how that feeling goes, bro. I mean, maybe not personally, but I know how the motherfuckers are like, bro, I need to win this shit. What up, Texan Stevie? What up, Crispy? What up, Hassan? And Tino, Tino said, what's the hitter dispensary I should go to when in Vegas? He said, I've been to Planet 13. It's cool, but expensive. So that's what's crazy is because now Planet 13 is my favorite dispensary because of the uh, the, the local, local deals that they have. Like, I just – why would they promote it? They have, like, zero reason to promote, like, local deals. But, like, yeah, I found out shit that I just didn't even know existed. Like over there. And um, so for me, it, it's Planet 13. The off the strip ones, I mean, if you want to go get some Tyson and you want to just get like an eighth or a quarter, go to Medizine. I haven't been to a lot of dispensaries, but most are just trash. I mean, because we're, especially if you're from California and you're used to like a lot. Whoa. Of I thought of something. Let's hear it. Isn't that the button you press on the elevator? What? The mezzanine. 
<laughs> well, yeah. so it's called take me to the dispensary. <laughs> it's like it's like medicine, but it's like oh, medicine. but it's like it's like Tarzan for Tarzan. It's like with a, Z in, with a Z instead of a C. Okay. I don't know why at the first yesterday I, I thought you kept saying Medellin. I was like, what? They got the, I like the cartels getting into the game. No, nah, no. Nah, we no, it's Medellin. Uh, <laughs> or at least yeah, I thought you were talking about the mezzanine. I was like, hold on, the <laughs> I was like, that's smart marketing. I mean, like, like in there they had uh they they had it was three different types of like half ounce specials. They had like a half ounce special for uh for fifty five. They had uh, an eighty dollar special and a ninety dollar special, and then there was just a whole bunch of stuff that like wasn't included in those deals. I mean, it's solid, you know. Like if you don't really have like any kind of like connections, you know, on weed, but that's kind of the thing for us Cali peeps, man. Like now that I got hooked up at Planet Thirteen. I guess that's one thing that's just a little bit different over there. They tax, they tax uh, the tourists so much that um, yeah, they're bringing it all the way back for the locals. Because I'm excited, fifty percent off of the rosin. I need to get back in there and go try their. Because uh, man, I mean, eighty dollar rosin grams for forty bucks. Like man, that's that's that, that's what it do. Yeah. Oh yeah. And uh, I mean, pretty much um, they have. You know the what it is too. People ain't ready for that rosin out there yet. You know what I mean? They're not ready. They're barely even ready for the wax. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things where, I mean, there may be. I well, I mean, of course they're selling it, you know. Yes. But it's just, I mean, it's, it, it's also because they they got only so much shelf like that at one point or another. You're gonna have to drop that price just to move it. You know what I mean? Well, and I guess what's cool with that, I mean, it, it all depends on if you know how to keep it, uh, fucking, you know, just yeah. in, in a good environment. Which it's all about the the refrigerators, you know, or like yeah. not refrigerators, wine coolers. Like you gotta. Have I mean, like, they're like it's like there's they're like cigar, like like those tobacco and cigar joints. Yeah, they have those for the tree now too. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's not. I know. I'm like, it doesn't heat it or cool it, but it keeps it at whatever, right? Because some of the like two of the Tyson 2.0 things that I got, they were uh, they were packaged at the end of because uh, it shows the packaging date, and then it shows like when they get there. And the packaging date's always like two weeks or whatever, you know, before it actually gets to the dispensary. Yeah. But um, like two of the two of the four strains that I got were packaged at the end of uh, at the end of May. And so it said they got it there at like, you know, like beginning of June, mid-June. So, you know, I'm getting it like two, well, I mean, shit, more than a month after it was initially packaged. And it's not dry and, you know, it's not dry falling apart, you know, and shit like that. That's going to be the biggest issue with any of these dispensaries out there is like they get some of this weed and they hold on to it for so long. Like that shit's going to like, just like, you know, disintegrate. Like, oh. <laughs> Gross. Yeah, so I was, uh, I was, because it's funny when I posted about Planet Thirteen on uh, on YouTube, <laughs> there was someone from LA. They were like, "Fuck that place!" It was like dry ass weed. They overpriced everything. <laughs> and um, I mean, it, it sounds like it sounds like I bet you that was me in the comment. Like, <laughs> I mean, it sounds like some 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 you know some uh, some valid California pothead arguments. You know what I mean? <laughs> And I think, and, and I even said, I'm from California, you know, and there's no, there's no comparison of California to uh, Nevada weed, but at least with these redwood folks, at least we get the California style weed out there. And I mean, it's, I, I don't know. I'm still impressed that like I could go into planet 13 and get like 
a half ounce for 120 bucks plus tax obviously yeah. of like shit that costs 75 dollars an eighth yeah. you know like that's that's love right there see that's that's what's dope is that like because they have deals like that all the time at the dispensaries where i'm from you know what i mean but it's like yeah. it sucks because they're they're doing like 99 dollar you know uh assorted uh ounces so it's like you know they're all different quarters you just pick them right and even then, how many of those flavors would be? You think would be like that's what I'm saying. It's like they don't, they don't never give you those top shelf ones for those. Like, and if they do have a deal like that, it's still a good deal, but it's like 150 for the zip, or, or you know, um, yeah. you know, 80 for the half, or you know what I mean. Like, but yeah, but then that obviously be like some super duper. You know what I mean? And Tino said, yeah, you can't sell the weed fast enough out in the bay. Well, see, I mean, that's the difference, right? Because how many people still got their their plugs, you know, out there? Like, not everyone. You're in, I mean, I don't. I never went to dispensaries in Cali other than just being in a different city and not knowing anyone who wanted to go get some dabs or something. One of the ones I used to grab hella shit from, like, like hella. Uh, <laughs> Hold on real quick. Stranger said, God, y'all, prices are high as fuck compared to Oregon. Well, it's just because we're going for the creme de la creme. You know, shit. I mean, I could go. I could find. I don't know, man. You can keep comparing. Like, I could find fifty dollars really. ounces in Vegas, but it's gonna be hella trash. <laughs> shit that we want. Yeah, I mean, and I've I've been to Oregon, bro, and the black market. You know what I mean? They just got all the Cali shit. That's you know what I mean. I mean now, I mean I've had some Oregon original, you know, strains and shit. It's cool. I mean. I'm but isn't it, okay, well, one thing that I see, and you can attest to this, Bogey, um, or well, you can just tell your experience with this, at least in Nevada, what mm -hmm. I see a lot of, especially when it comes to the black market, is the trash from California yeah. that makes it out here. Yeah. Shit that won't sell in California yep. is what makes it out here. You know, like the, the good weed <sighs> is the Jordans, you know what I mean? People go on there, they went in line for the shoes. You know <laughs> and saying? they're making it yeah. out of state or shit. No, like. but that other tree, that, those other shoes, that's when you walk in, they're like, hey, man, you know, we got these fucking, these Shaquille O'Neal's right here. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm kind of good off those, man. You know what I mean? If they don't got the Jordans in your size. They might be all right. out of the Jordans, all that type of stuff. Right? And then you go, and then, then you're like, oh, shit, we got it in another store out of state. You know what I mean? You go over there, it's like, they can't even, they can't barely even move them because people are that they're so, they're so used to like, I just want the Shaqs. You know what I mean? Just give me those cheap shoes. I'm going to ball in them. You know what <laughs> yeah, I mean? Really like, really oh, like 10 games a day. I just need something to get her done. Right? And you know how many people say that about trees? Oh, that's cool. I just need a, something to get me going. I'm going to smoke like 10 blunts a day. It doesn't matter if I'm smoking the best of the best or mid-grade stuff. Like, they, they, they do that to, in their own mind. I know and, smokers like that, too. Yeah. It's not about, like, okay, I need the strongest weed. I just need a beast smoking all the time. Like, I'm like, I don't know about that. I'm like, I need, I'm spoiled. I need both. <laughs> <laughs> I need both, and uh, but yeah, stranger. I mean, well, especially the prices that I'm talking about at this dispensary, uh, Planet Thirteen. I mean, shit, it's it's the Las Vegas Raiders ticket prices, you know, compared to the NFL. It's just like highest price. I mean, seventy five dollars an eighth. I remember when we had a delivery service going, and it was way back in the day. Now, more than ten years ago, I mean, we had this stuff that was like seventy dollars an eighth. And like people were like calling from all over. What's the seventy dollar an A stuff, bro? I gotta try it. But then once the allure, <laughs> you know, like once you get it once or twice, the allure runs off. Like, hey, eh, getting that seventy dollar stuff. Let's get the sixty. Yeah, you know, it's still gonna be hella hella good. I don't really want to spend the extra ten bucks. That's so funny because, like, I used to. My favorite thing was like I'd hit people. Like when I used to break down the trees, 
I hit everybody in the studio. Every, <coughs> every single member of our label, everybody that goes, all the studio heads. Yeah. Uh, be like, you know, I mean, I just dump zips on everybody. Yeah, 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 for sure. Y'all give it to you for a dollar. Yep, yep, yep. And four or five of those, you know what I mean? And then, like, every time I just start collecting the rest of the week. Because these are weed heads, they're going to buy it anyway. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. Yeah, it's like, hey, I got a pack of this cookie, bro. You want a zip? I'll give it to you for a dollar. Fuck yeah. I used to be so good. Like, my spidey sense had to do with selling weed. Right? Like, (laughs) I was just just on the way. Well, I just called my guy. You know what? Cancel on him. It would be like, man, you know what? I haven't heard from this guy in two weeks. Let me just say what up. And I wouldn't even say, say what up on a Friday. And they're like, wow, your spidey sense must be tingling. I was just thinking about you. To the sign. Let me get a zip. <laughs> <laughs> and clock. What up, bro? What up? He said, Man, I just finished doing a workout with these young kids. He said I made it, but I thought I was gonna die. <laughs> he said I puked after, but I had to hold it till I was away from him. Can't let it. <laughs> <laughs> he just he just took another full trip around the sun yesterday. He yeah. said, "Are you feeling it? You feeling the age clock?" <laughs> And uh, and Peacock said I could get a full zip for two hundred. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, and yeah. I mean that's good, that's solid. I mean, especially for Texas, if you're getting some Cali, you know, shit out there. And, you know, uh, since I moved here, so scared to like send anything out because, like, for for the last eight years, I went to the same USPS kiosk and I knew the kids that worked there and they fucked. Yeah. You know what I mean, yeah, yeah they used to give them tree and then, then you know they even like pick up packets for me packages for me and then send it out when you have to go in i love those guys because then i was because i was thinking like man when i hear those nightmare stories like peacock like, man i want to send peacock something right yeah and it's like at minimum it's like okay at least i know and you know i'll be able to send him home with something in august you know what i mean yeah it might be at his risk to take it home but it's like it'll be way easier for me you know what i mean yeah you'll get on the plane uh it's just i mean you know unless they got some fucking drug smelling dogs in the texas airport they, they don't got, don't, i mean they still gotta be commanded though yeah well i mean and seeing even that well and seeing uh, just the drug smelling dogs i mean way different here in cat like they're not like trained to like smell well anywhere where weed's legal they're not trained to smell weed anymore yeah it's 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 uh you have the cadaver dogs those are the ones that like you know they smell out dead bodies yeah fuck. you have the uh you have the uh the 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 the, the ex- ex- explosives dogs and it's probably more explosives. like once in the airport it's probably those explosive dogs explosive dogs yeah yeah and then like but i'm even, always smelling like hella tree you know but, <laughs> but even then though whatever they have to be commanded you know what i mean so they might smell that I shit. When we went to Disneyland, we parked at the uh, we parked at the the what's the Mickey and Friends whatever that shit's called, and we're yeah. walking through to like right to the security, you know, because you go through the metal detector before you get on the uh, <laughs> yep. ramp or whatever to take you over. And there was a drug smelling dog, and or well, I I just whatever one of those dogs, and they were just you had to go through this one like spot, you know, where everybody funneled through, and they just kept like walking back and forth with the dog. Yeah, so he's yeah. already. He's already commanded. That's why he's walking. He's walking him back and forth. You know what I mean? Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. they're just sitting there like this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because <laughs> those are some good-ass dogs, bro. Like, you know what I mean? For sure. Stranger, like a motherfucker. Stranger said, I choose my weed primarily on the smell. I mean, that's a good read. That's a good way. And he said, I pay anywhere from 40 to 300 per ounce. I love finding fire with the, the flavor on the discount wall. Uh, small nugs don't bother me. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, because like, 
you know. I will say though, the the bigger nugs though are better. There's like, a reason. You know I mean? Like, like I was a reason why the smalls are a little bit cheaper, cheaper. right? They're not the yeah. Like I got a zip of the I got a zip of the, the big nug finalies and small nugs and like yeah the big nug I'm like I'm saving that you know what I mean and see it's Chris so I I talked yesterday about this new uh, TV show with Sly you guys got to check it out it's called oh, yeah. King and uh, it, I've never heard it referred to this way like weed you know kind of being like um, talked about like it's fruit or something. And uh, totally true, though. I mean, because I really, I mean, it's just, it's a plant that it's grows, right? Fruit, it's literally the fruits in your labor, if you're, yeah. if, you're if you're a green thumb, right? And he was, uh, um, so he's going in to this, uh, to the big wig, you know, who's got the farm, uh, who they, who's their main source. Hey, yo. <laughs> but they're only getting like 10 pounds at a time, this dispensary that he's fucking with. And mm-hmm. like, um, uh, Sly, he's like, I'm going to go in there and get us a better deal. And uh, then he goes in and he's talking to him and he was like, yeah, we got to get a better deal here. And he was like, well, we could do, you know, the, the way that it's always been the first 10 pounds is 1200 or whatever. And uh, he was like, no, he's like, you think you're just going to sell me your bruised fruit and I'm going to be okay with it. Cause if someone has 300 pounds and you're just buying 10 pounds at a time, you're definitely getting some bruised fruit mixed in those bags somewhere. It, it, you know, there's no, it ain't gonna be fucking ten pounds of the primo, primo top, you know, top uh, colas and shit. Yeah, and like I mean, I mean, I guess it's easier these days to avoid that because you'll know exactly what you're getting. Like, cause these are all, these are all, they're all lab cleared. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, you're gonna have the, you know, like, like if you, like, you can't have a mixed bag like that unless like you're not doing things accordingly. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Peacock said, uh, yeah, usually the Cali stuff, 260 a zone. Yeah, see, exactly. So, I mean, I, after the tax and everything from Planet 13, so I got an ounce of like, the bro, I'll get you a zip of the final, the finally smalls. It'd be a hundred, bro. You'd be hella happy. you get two of them. You know what I mean? You know, you, you might almost have to vacuum seal that bitch because that shit is stanky danky. Yeah, and that's not <laughs> even, yeah, and that's not even something that, like, I'm like, it's literally got to be you. Like getting it from that because that's not a fire. Yeah, that, 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 that's a bug like, number. That kind of shit. Well, no, I don't know what that like, number either. <laughs> like, like, how, like how many? Like they're not getting rid of that many ounces. Like in the in the lowers, like they'll just mix it in with the other shit. And you know, like they're like prepackaging mm-hmm. some stuff. You're always gonna have like a small nug or two, like in a little eight prepackaging. Yeah, sure. But like, I mean? so what's cool about <laughs> too is that like you could you know you could find strains. You know, uh, in dispensaries, and you'll find the smalls, and I like, usually, yeah. those, you know, what I mean, those are it's cheaper. Discount. Yeah, yeah it's discount, or they call them budlets. Some some places, like, and then yeah. you know, you're not mad at that because it's just it's the same thing. It's just that, like, you know, this is uh, it's always been okay. What happened back in the days? If you had a pack, and you look at it, and some little, you know, some maybe a little bit of shake or some smalls in there. You're like, yeah, you gotta knock a dollar off. You know what I mean? Yeah, you find you find any reason, but yeah, yeah, knock a couple of dollars off. I'll take it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, you like us? I remember I had this joint, some cookies, right? Riddled with seeds. I'm like, the fuck is this, bro? I don't want this shit. Unless you knock off like 1200 <laughs> like, And, you know, said weed's expensive outside of Cali. Well, how about Oregon, too? Because Oregon, so like the Cali, the supply and demand, there's probably a little bit more supply than there is demand in Cali. I mean, they're, but not, they're not far from Humboldt either, too. Like, but Oregon, come on, man. Like Oregon, there's so much supply. Like the demand isn't anywhere close. Yeah, that's why it's so cheap. That's why it's really cheap, too. Yeah, and like you know, maybe the Oregon stuff moves over to some of the you know illegal North states or whatever. Yeah, 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 for sure. 
But I, but outside of that, like you know, like no organ weed is gonna end up like in in Nevada necessarily. I mean, unless it's like super super hella cheap, like it's not gonna end up in Colorado. You know, like I mean, they already got their shit out there. Because yeah, that's what Peacock said. He can get the the Cali stuff for about two sixty and the Colorado stuff for about two hundred. Yeah, see, Stranger says Southwest Oregon is the cheapest spot in the USA. I believe it because it's just overrun with crazy mm-hmm. amounts of weight and like not enough buyers for that. Yeah, weight. like my I remember one time uh, we had. Crispy said you're making me cry. <laughs> Don't be jealous, Crispy. Your girlfriend's been hooking you up with some good stuff. Crispy's been getting some Cali uh, yeah. from his chick for good prices recently. He's Hell like, yeah! I mean, uh, anytime. Here's my thing, like, if I'm not from an area where I'm mad, ex- madly accessible to it, I will pay whatever it takes, you know what I mean? And it sucks, but it's like, because then, like, the dealer will love you, you know what I mean? Like, when he gets in some good stuff, he's calling you now. Hey, I got right. this. This shit is funny. Marco, he's been a YouTube, uh, he's been a YouTube 420 crew member for nine months now, and he said, Bogey and Alex, we're having a baby, and he threw a joint in there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Marco's funny. Uh, what up, hey, Marco's a sad. He's a sad dude, bro. And what up, ninjas? Said I get a, I get decent black market stuff in Minnesota, six hundred for four. So what's that? One fifty for a few. So yeah. that's, it basically busts down to twenty four for a pack, which is not bad. You know what I mean? They're probably getting those packs for about sixteen, seventeen. Some yeah. great overhead there, but it's also like. It's slow overhead unless you're doing a whole, all the way breakdown. You know what I mean? Like I would have met. He said six for the Q, right? So, you know what I'm saying? Maybe that guy's getting it for less than you know seventeen, eighteen for the pack. You know what I mean? I mean, see, that's what's kind of crazy, right? Is because we don't necessarily know the quality of like, and I don't know how the market changes, like because now it's in Minnesota. You know what I mean? Like, well, yeah, when you're in a place with like no dispensaries, it's like you're really just competing with the black market at that point. So it's like you it's know, almost better when the dispensaries. It's, it's it's almost better. There's an argument to be made that when the dispensaries pop up, like you're you're better in the streets because it's like now there's going to be that wave of people that ref, you know just refuse to 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 pay the establishment. You know what I mean? And I, yeah. And then if you just have when you just have the things for the same price with no tax, they come to you. You know what I mean? I mean, because the tax is a motherfucker. I mean, I got yeah. the, I got the ounce of the the Tyson 2.0 for 240. It was like 287. You know, after tax. You know, so, yeah. Um, tax is crazy. Yeah, hell yeah. Tax Waxing out here, <laughs> Hell yeah. And uh, Tina said, "I wonder when the uh, I wonder when the commercial growers took over humble all the humble all the if all the humble 20, 2013, 14. That was the time when they they uh, they passed whatever it was where they could start um, the commercial brands can go in there and buy up hella acres to to get yeah. ready." For uh, for uh, commercial grow ops, you know what I mean. And, and uh, the reason I noticed is because 2015, my dad, my dad's like a. See, it sucks because as, as my dad got older, he got a little slower to the, you know, a little quick, a little slower on the draw because he goes, "Jay, I got some investors. Let's go get some land." I'm like, cool. And then my man G, my he he was he went to Oaksterdam, all that stuff. He was trying to get, he was trying to go the long route, get all these certifications because he was trying to do that. You know what I mean? So then, like, he he already did a lot of footwork. So he started, you know what I mean? So me, him, and my dad started looking up all these, all these these joints up north. Yeah. Everything was got. Everything, bro. Like we were too fucking late. Like I said, my dad real 
real hustler. He's quick. He used to be quick on the draw. We're just years behind already. Yeah. And it was like, you don't have that type of money to make things move that fast. You're never going to get, you know what I mean? Like, then it, yeah. then it, then they start doing the zoning in, like, the, in the Bay Area, like, like the cities. And it was like, dang. Because now we're way too late already, too, trying to find a building somewhere. It's like, no, nah, they already all got. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It was really fucking, really fucking difficult because this was, like, something they were anticipating five years in the making before they, you know what I mean, before it actually happened. Yeah, one thing that was so crazy is I had family who lived in Oregon and they had like 15 acres and like they sold it for like peanuts like right before we got <laughs> I was like, what the fuck are you doing? I was like, why would you not sell to a weed farmer and get more because you know that that's what they're going to do with yeah, it? Yeah, get something on the back end. You, you could sell it to them for a, for a decent price and then, but you have something on the back end. You know what I mean? Like if you yeah. knew they're going to cultivate, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I want 5% of whatever i don't, I don't come i don't come from a family that has too much kind of business <laughs> parts like at all <laughs> see and that's what's crazy about oregon is like you know like okay anywhere that you legalize weed and it's only legalized the weed is only legalized right everybody's like fuck we're getting high over there in oregon they lazy decriminalize everything yeah that's probably why this motherfuckers like, i don't even want to smoke weed i can just go smoke this crap yeah <laughs> you know what i mean i'm gonna smoke the <laughs> smoking crystal out there like you could go to the store remember that yeah they had a store where you could buy recreational hard drugs i don't yeah. know i mean stranger fact check me on this do yeah. they still got that out there it was like a clinic where you could go and get like heroin and cocaine and stuff like that because uh, Raphael said uh, do they have veteran discounts in vegas uh yeah for sure i for mean sure. all places veteran have- discounts yeah. everywhere yeah I think yeah. I was at 20, 25%, like usually. So, and yeah. then you usually will have items that have these additional discounts on them. You know what I mean? See, like, Tino, it's the opposite for me. Tino said that me, me either has my family's hood. It's usually the hood people that have some business sense to them. Like my fan, my family is too, uh, like the, like this part of the family in particular, it was, uh, um, it's my, my dad's dad, mother. It's my we dad's brother, and he, the woman that he married, her she just she kind of comes from a little bit of money, not I mean too much, but like her mom, like she pretty much moved them from California to Oregon, like she's like financing like all these moves and stuff like that. So I don't know. She I don't know how well, they got well. Okay, you want to know what's smart about that? The mom was smart because she probably was like, all right, my daughter I'm taking care of her her whole life. I'm gonna move her out to Oregon. Is that it's not going to fluctuate too much as far as like the economy, you know what I mean? In the wrong direction, you know what I'm saying? I know they had other they had other family that was up there also, but then uh, their kids they want to get the fuck out of Oregon the first chance that they can because they don't want to fucking live there, so they move out to Hawaii. But then, yeah, then the (laughs) oh, this is the David Hasselhoff kids. No, 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 no. They 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 were born in Hawaii. they uh but yeah so then she convinced her to they they sold that house then they they moved to hawaii <laughs> what's funny which is because that's not economical at all no like moving to hawaii that's just expensive economical might... doesn't mean anything though when you're like an old lady with just like a shitload of money in the bank so it wasn't like sure. my aunt and uncle it was her mom higher up we just had mm. all, all this money and uh was you know she just wanted to be around her daughter <laughs> so she'd move she'd move them and pay for them to move like wherever the hell they wanted to move as long as she could be there it's funny because like 
you know, when you think about rich people, like my dad, he specialized in spending other people's money. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's where my, that's where I'm talking about my family moving to uh, is Maui, Tino. Oh, word. okay. Hey, I love Maui. Maui was tight. Cause it's tell like you could do all of Maui in a day. Basically. Yeah. So small. Right? Yeah. Right. And like, man, just, Maui was just dope, man. Cause like Honolulu was cool, but you want to see like some real Hawaii, you got to go up North and shit. You know what I mean? You got to go to the North shore. Yeah, and that was insane though, because it's like there was one shit, uh, the where they go surfing for real. You know what I mean? And I was like, yeah, sure. yeah, you can't go swimming there for real. That shit is nuts. You know what I mean? I mean, you can, but it was like dangerous for the kids. You know what I mean? Yeah, because that's uh, what's that called, the Waimea Bay or whatever on North Shore, the shit with the yeah. kids. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because my uncle who lives out there and uh, well, the ones who've lived there forever, they yeah. have like a beach house that's like literally right on the like. You walk out right on, near the beach, <laughs> boy. boy. So we would uh, at least the last time that I remember going, it was like we spent a certain amount of time like in the city, and then we spent like the other half of time out at that beach house. They got this joint out there. Um, I mean, man, shit, they got so much dope food out there. Like I was about, to, like they got this joint, uh, boots and chemos. It's like, it's like a Hawaiian like IHOP. You know what I mean? Where you get like steak and eggs and fucking like, you know, macadamia nuts. <laughs> you know, let's just sell it all, guys. Open up a dab bar on the beach at the North Shore. I'm all in. When that actually becomes legal. Because, man, like that's what sucks. It's like the weed is not. They, they're, they have stupid weed laws out there. And there's like not really that good of weed out there either. Yeah, it's like you have to be accustomed to that weed. Like, for example, like I found some good weed for Hawaiian weed. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it was like all of it is outdoor or it's like, you know, unregulated inside weed, which is basically like some greenhouse or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, so you're going to have those earthy tasting and smelling tree. And I just not accustomed to that shit like that. Back in the days, though, that was when you're, that's like, remember back in the days, everything had this little earthy kind of tone to the taste. You know what I mean? And then yeah. like once the indoor, once that was it, it was like, oh yeah, we don't, we don't fuck with nothing but the inside shit, bro. Yeah. And Marco said cannabis ain't broccoli and that's why it's illegal. Well, I mean, no, it's it's illegal. It's illegal because America makes way too much money off of incarcerating people off of drugs because like, yeah, look at all the places where we is legal just in America, you know. You but, know, it's so ridiculous how many people are there's more people incarcerated for weed I think in America than there are people incarcerated in like you know whole countries that have bigger populations. I mean, Canada, they their crime is not crazy at all compared to America. No, they're fucking, they're damn near like some fucking good Samaritans compared to Americans. Yeah, yeah, but um, it's also because they they're so strict with their with their uh, their. Uh, their boundaries. If you got, if you got any kind oh, of fuck, fuck that, there, that, that was a fucking you, German politician. Fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. They're all the same to me. Yeah, I'm the type who's an idiot. Like I'll be like, if I was to vote, because I've never voted like that since. Well, I think I voted when I first registered, but, not, but anyways, I mean, I'll be like, yeah, this guy looks cool right here. I'd vote for him. You know what I mean? <laughs> 
Remember Dave Chappelle? He was talking about how he only votes for people based off their character, not what they say. And he was yeah. like, look at like Bill Clinton when he was out there. He's like picking up little black babies and kissing them and you know, all that kind of stuff. He's like, mm, this is a guy I could get behind. Right? <laughs> he would just pick up a whole baby up. <laughs> baby. He didn't even ask. And Tina said, crime's bad anywhere. You can look. Uh, yeah, you look in the wrong spot, you can find it. Well, yeah, for, for sure. sure. Like, uh, you're, you're, talking, you're, you're talking Canada as a whole. We're not talking. Yeah, to- because Canada's gang. Uh, they got like uh, uh, South Toronto. I don't know if it's South, but there's a, a York, Toronto. So, and then uh, so York is fucking goes crazy, bro. They have like a whole drill scene. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where motherfuckers are shooting. Like, there's a whole. Uh, I just watched a documentary not too long ago. This one rapper, bro. He was. Out of Canada, he's like a Hispanic kid, mm-hmm. but like they were drilling like a motherfucker. They they, they have you know how it is nowadays with the drill music. They they go do some hits uh, on on their ops, and then they rap about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like the, this, these two rival gangs are going back and forth so crazy that this dude like he kidnapped somebody and like made the dude suck his other boy's dick and shit. They were like torturing them. Like it was like some crazy shit like that. This is going on in Canada, but that's like the only era. You know, and then outside of like um folklore you know what i mean yeah because they had some crazy folklore like there's a in canada there's a fucking uh you know like a native american like lo- a legend like uh no or not native american i guess just an, an indigenous people legend okay. but, uh, but it was like he was a cannibal and shit you know what yeah. i mean and once he got a taste of some, some humans bro he couldn't stop you know what i mean and then they say like the spirit of him goes around possessing people and they go around killing but that that's not that's like old canada you know what i mean frontier canada type shit I was like, I ain't never heard of that. There's probably some gangs all on that motherfucker too, though. Yeah. I mean, you have the French. The French are like some of the most organized crime motherfuckers ever, bro. They're moving heroin all over the world, bro. The French connection is real, bro. You know what I mean? They, when you go to Canada, that's the second language, you know what I mean? So I would imagine like if there was some crime syndicates going on, the French, the French is in there, you know what I mean? Yeah. Canada's just so nice, man. <laughs> they won't let you in there either. Yeah. You got a fucking unpaid yeah. party, bro. They're not letting you in that country. What up, Lee? And uh, <laughs> yeah, that's like some, uh, yeah, that whole story that you're talking about right now. It sounds like some hateful eight shit. Yeah. I mean, some legend, you know what I mean? That legend has a type shit. That's what uh, The Revenant, you ever seen that one? You know, what's funny is I was, I, I think I've started to watch that twice. I'm like, Fuck, it's like a three hour movie. And like, I don't think it's that great. It starts off kind of crazy. I'm like, you know, I just don't even get yeah, it. Yeah, and then it's, it's like when he gets attacked by that bear, you're like, whoa. And then it's like, yeah, but then that's based on some, you know, Canadian mountain men, you know, what do they call mountaineers type of shit? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like throwback frontier shit. And uh, Marco said federal drug commissioner, that was what she, okay, what she had, absolutely no clue about any sort of drugs. I mean, yeah, I mean, of course, like, I mean, that's what's, uh, that's what's tough, man. The super, super old population of like politicians, like they really. Like if you're a criminal, if you're a criminal and you get in some trouble, it's probably better, like in, in, in a better call Saul, right? Remember in Breaking Bad, like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, like, hey, you don't need a criminal lawyer you need a criminal lawyer (laughs) yeah (laughs) you need somebody who gets greasy you know what i mean because we're gonna have to bend some rules here yeah i mean mean, 
Is that not all lawyers? That's why people hate lawyers. Remember, if I could, I mean, well, I you remember Liar Liar, and yeah. uh, it was the black dude who was like, I will, I will defend her to the utmost, and you know, and the ethics of all this, but I will not lie. And uh, she's like, well, we're just going to have to get someone who will. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit. That shit was funny. That when, when he when he couldn't lie, <laughs> like after after the fucking, uh, the what's it called? The, the uh, sex. Well, yeah, listening uh, to the sex. How thing. was it? I had better. <laughs> oh. He's like, he's like, brush his teeth. I've had better. <laughs> Oh, not that part. I'm talking about the part when he's in court. Listen, they're listening to the audio sex tape. <laughs> and, like, that's you on the tape. Well, <laughs> he's like he's harassing the witness, oh. but it's his witness. Or he's like he's he, the witness. When he's listening to it, he screams. He's like, "Come on! How do we know that that is not the voice of Mr. Cole himself?" And then she's like, <laughs> "You are so much a better lover than my husband." <laughs> He was like, hmm, one, what do you say? Hmm, 160. In your bra. <laughs> He's so smart that he that he had nowhere to go that that when he grabbed that thing, that was like the brilliance right there. The uh man, so funny. Um, she had to lie to move up, you feel me, to get married or whatever the fuck. Yeah. And then well, yeah, and see, and he didn't even he didn't even realize that it was her saying her age, and then he put two and two together from seeing that. Uh, seeing their ID, but it was funny. The uh, one of the funniest uh, outtakes was when they're doing that part, just like you said, yeah, in your bra. So like they they had multiple versions of of that. They show a couple during the credits and stuff, and then the rest are like in the outtakes. But uh, yeah, he said that hag, and she was like over actor, and he couldn't. <laughs> even, he just started dying. <laughs> like touche, touche. <laughs> she got me there. <laughs> she got me. <laughs> yeah, hey, not a fun. Or when he's like doing different shit with the dude's toupee. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. <laughs> that shit's funny though. I don't know whether to comb it <laughs> or kill it. Or hit it with a shovel and bury it alive. <laughs> <laughs> Throws it on the wall. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, fucking Jim Carrey's the goat, bro. Call Jim Carrey right now. Let's get him on the Let's horn. Get him on the show. I swear he'll come on. Like and, uh, Marco said, she was like forty-five when she said that, so not that old. Well, it all depends on your upbringing too, because forty-five for like hella hella conservative people. I mean, it might as well be eighty to like anyone who's like on the non-conservative. Here's you know, my kind of thing. It's like when I was like in my early twenties. If you take down one, that's like thirty. You're like, bro, I took down a cougar. That's not even a cougar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're so young, you think you're fly because you're knocking down. I mean, if you're 20 having sex with a 30 year old, I mean, that's a big percentage of like extra life that they've lived besides yeah. that point. And then, like, because now as 30 year old, mid 30s or late 30s, we don't think of 45 as old. Yeah. And then, like, I got home, I got older homies that's like, you know, 42, 43. And now, they, you know, they're they're late bloomers, but now because they're being late bloomers and they got money and they got their careers going, and then you know now they got twenty one year old girlfriends. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, it's the opposite, right? Now they got the younger ones. You know what I mean? Yeah. But then it's all, you know, what I'm saying, but there's also people like, age now. I'm not looking at a mid forties person like they're old. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, what I'm saying? I still think my girl's hot. She's almost forty. You know what I mean? When I was a youngster, I'd be like, "Damn, she's how old?" You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, if you were dying. You just because you never lived yet. You never lived enough to realize that Alabama was still hella young. You know what I mean? 
Especially yeah. like when you know lived hella lives and shit. You know what I mean? Well, if you're 1920, you know, I know some people they're living, you know, certain things as an adult before that, but like you're pretty much an adult at 18 for most people, unless you're living craziness before. I mean, I, I'd say like maybe our generation and maybe the, the one couple behind us. Because, uh, like, man, it's crazy. Like, my 15-year-old, her ambitions were way different from mine. She's about to be 16. You know what I'm saying? So, she is, like, doing her, like, driver's ed shit now, uh-huh. like, online. Because, I, you know, we had to force her. Like, man, don't you want to get a car and get the fuck away from us? Yeah, she's like, where am I going to go? <laughs> That's exactly what she said. She's like, well, like, well, maybe when I'm in college. And I'm like, well, because look at it. Know? I mean, where are people? Where are kids going? They're going to the internet to go play a video, especially like I mean, you know, we're all gonna go meet at the mall and we're gonna go to a game. Now they got the mall app. (laughs) I used to go to the mall. Now I got got the mall app, bro. Where you at? Where you at? The the Roblox mall. (laughs) You in the Roblox mall, blood? Yeah. What? See, like that. That's just what it is, and like shit, like I. I don't know. Having a car is a big responsibility. And I think that like when, when we were younger, cause like, like, I don't know. Like but see, my- here's the thing though, the, 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 the need to be free and oh, leave, yeah. right. We, yeah. You, and then it's like, okay, if you don't have money to get your own car as a kid, you have to abide by what these fucking rules and are set for you, you know, so they can buy you a car and reward your dumb ass. Right. And yeah. when you get that car, you know what I'm saying? Like, she, she was already talking about she wanted to get a job. I'm like, hell yeah. Hell yeah, you should get a job. Because the first thing I'm going to have your ass do is pay for your own fucking insurance. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> you need to start learning that this is how it goes for the rest of your life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, this is how it goes for the rest of your fucking life. I was one of those, you know, I was always a D-boy, allegedly. So it's like, when I used to, like, have those uh, uh, those over-the-top conversations with my with my daughter where she was the only one. I'd be like, well, you know, if daddy's not here, you know what I mean? Like, she's like, well, I'm five years old. <laughs> I don't understand that. Like, listen, like, you know what I mean? Just always, I always put extra emphasis on my oldest one because she's the one they're all going to look to. You know what I mean? That's like Eddie Murphy talking to his dad. Yeah, Eddie, you're lazy. I told you you need to go out there and get a job. I know you're six, Eddie, but I had a job. <laughs> <I'm laughs> <laughs> I told my son yesterday, hey, you know what? Because because next month his birthday is the same birthday as you, right? So yeah. next month we could do a half birthday for him if you wanted. Because he was like, I want to do a half birthday. Because my my other daughter got it into his head. You know, you could do a half birthday. We ain't never done that. That's not some white people shit, right? Yeah. But then I started telling him, oh, you want to do a half birthday? Okay. Because then you're gonna be four and a half. You ready to get a job now? <laughs> I don't want. I don't want the party out there in the world. <laughs> right, he's like, nah, never mind. <laughs> Damn, bro. I see that's the difference. I had four and a half. I would be like, all right, give me a job. Yeah, if that entails, I can get some more of these toys or robux or whatever the fuck a four year, four and a half year old looking for these days, man. And even Noble, he's a savage at six years old. He was like, man, I want to sell some of this stuff so we can get some time, get some road bucks. <laughs> and right. I was like, how much are you going to sell it for? He's like, I'll sell it for a dollar. He was like, you know that that, you know that costs $20, right? He was like, yeah, but you know. <laughs> hey, he's smart. He's like, yeah, but you know, you know I, got the, I got the cheapest prices on the block. <laughs> <laughs> hey, does that ever cross your mind that, like, that it's genetic, that they're going to have this hustle gene in them? Because I just thought of that right now because I've always referenced the fact that my mom and dad, their hustling motherfuckers came from a different country to come and get it. You know what I mean? I hella have that in me. 
Yeah. Because I never did anything conventionally, you know what I mean? Yeah, see, it's one of those things, though. Like, it may be genetic, but I know it could skip generations because, like, I hear, like <laughs> nobody in my generation above, like, than me on my mom's side, dad's side, like, any, like, none of them have any business smarts, anything. Like at all, and it's wow. like, and the farther it goes down into my uncles, because they're uh, my mom is one of eight. It's like once you start getting down into the sixth, seventh, eighth kid, is like that that gene pool is drying up, you know, real quick as far as the smarts go. And yeah, uh, you killed them, bro. <laughs> they don't. Fuck these <laughs> as far as the gene pool goes. <laughs> Damn, you killed them, blood. But like we hear, like okay, but then like my <laughs> my, my dad's brother, it's crazy, my. My dad's brother knew my mom's dad before my mom and dad knew each other. Yeah. Like, and and my and my dad lives in LA. <laughs> my uncle and my mom's dad live in San Diego. So it's not even like same city, like anything, the way that this happened. And he was telling me when when times got a little rough, because they worked for he worked for the Navy, and this is like after like working for the Navy after and yeah. stuff. And uh, but he said, "Yeah, your grandpa showed up one day. He had this big ass brown bag, and he opens it up, and it's a whole bunch of weed in there." <laughs> I mean, they were on the navy. They were in the navy, right? You said, "Yeah, that's how you're able to move things around." Like the navy is the one that used to get it in, bro. Yeah, navy and the air force because they're the ones that like, you could just transfer things like no problem. You know what I mean, I mean, as long as you had the right people that look the other way, right? Yeah, I so mean, I've that's how Frank uh, Frank Lucas was bringing it in, right? Yeah. All these American soldiers coming, going, going to, bro. You feel me? From goddamn Vietnam to fucking America. You know what I mean? See, coming from clock, he said half birthday does sound like some rich white people shit. <laughs> it does, right? Because like some of my, my oldest got it. She's like, you know, they do half birthdays, right? And I'm like, oh yeah, not me. I'm like, I'm really upset when I heard that. I'm like, what? So you mean to tell me I could have two a year? Like, oh, that's a right, that's a rich white kid thing. Yeah, man, right. Clock is so right with this. He he said no. He's like, it cost you twenty dollars. <laughs> yeah, cost <laughs> him two, right? <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know what's crazy is Clock is one of those motherfuckers. He got the hustle gene. He has he has the go get it chromosome like us. Right, Clock is the Clock is the um. He's a he, he's one of them. He's one of them one. He's a he's like a unicorn, bro, because he's white, but he's from. A place that's like equivalent to like the Lowe's, you know what I mean? Right. <laughs> but not trailer park, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like he came from, like a, way that, he came uh, from an island, even, you know what I mean? I mean, I like the way that um, that E40 says it. You know, we're going from these ghetto streets to these executive suites, and it's like if you know people like amongst from all of there, it like just makes you. <laughs> Not a better person, but I mean, I don't know. If you know the streets and you know Wall Street, you know, like, I mean, you're just, you gotta, you, you could just maneuver differently in society. Um, E40 is, is the coolest, though, because he's like, he's never really changed as far as his look. Yeah. Right? And he's became like this novelty in the rap game because now he's, it's only been the last 20 years that he's been recognized for real, like in the mainstream. Yeah, which is because well, cool. that's what's crazy is like if you're outside of California, like I don't know until Tell Me When to Go kind of came out, like you might yeah. not hear this motherfucker. Because in the '90s, we were getting commercial notoriety. What up, Devo? What up, Devo? And so like E40 in the click, like Sprinkle Me, like okay, you know Nelly, the rapper. Yeah. So Nelly, he actually did a song called In the Bay. Wow. 
yeah, listen, look it up. And um, it was a hit. What up, office? And in every verse, he's because he, Nelly is on record for saying in the 90s, he was fucking with Spice One, E40, Too Short. He those are his favorites. Man, because everyone wanted to be in the bay because like it just seemed like there was cool shit. Like you heard cool stories about it or something. And look at this. So he did a song called In the Bay. I, I, I might be fucking up the title of the song, but every verse he's rapping like one of those guys. No, really? Look, look it up. So there's a verse where he's like, Ugh, he's doing the E40 thing. He's paying he's paying homage, bro, or homage, homage, yeah. whatever the fuck, you know, tomato, tomato. And then he has a verse, he's like Spice One. A verse, he's like Too Short. Look it up. You look up Nelly, Bay Area. Uh, oh, Bay. That's what... Yeah, there you go. It's just hard, too. because, And I think he might even got E-40's son to produce it. I... But it's some straight Bay shit. And this was a hit back in the day. Never heard this shit. And yeah, Office said E-40's a positive dude. Hell yeah. I mean, uh, and he's pimping all these products now. He's doing business. it the right way. Real yeah. business. Real tycoon. Yeah, I was like, what's he have? He has like now, he's got alcohol companies. Look at, see, he's talking about, he's getting, he got the game from the bay. Yeah. This is Nelly with some hypey shit, bro. Hey, yo, I'm all the way, but I'm gonna rip this shit up like I'm straight from the bay. But no, it ain't just one from back in the day. It's the dicky dicky one from the Hurricane. 
So just sprinkle me. Right. 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 But during this time, I was working for that magazine, and um, we would talk to all kind of people because, like, mainly people's PR, right? Right. And talk to people's PR. They hook you up with people's managers, and that's how you set up these interviews, right? Yeah. And like, so we would, and like, a lot of the managers, like, I always had good weed, and like, you know, when you're from somewhere else. I'm like, hey, you smoke, man? They're like, fuck yeah, bro. And then they immediately love me. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah, bro. I'm fucking, you're the man, bro. Oh, fucking yeah. been looking all over the place. And, this, and, this, and this. you know, sometimes it'd be like the square white boy manager, too. He's hella love you, bro. Like, I'm, I'm going to hook you up. Bro. I'm going to cut you in front of the line. And they're like, yeah, hell yeah, bro. And like, anyways, so um, this one manager, he was like, he was like, yeah, you know, when tell me when to go, Blue. They looked at, E40 sales, right? Like people in the industry. That was, was like, 2005, right? Or six? Yeah, 2005. So yeah. It's, it's, uh, E40's album went like four times platinum or three times platinum, something like that. Like 70. That, was, that, that had to be a record, right? For any kind of album that he did at that time. E, uh, I'm sure. Maybe, maybe he's had some. Because yeah, you got to remember, E40 will have an album that'll keep selling for like 10 years. So he might even have yeah. some climbed up. But this was definitely one of those ones that was like, this was his highest first week sales you know it's all about first week sales back in the days with hard copies yeah so like but but all in all he had sold like three uh i mean like 70 percent of his sales were in the bay so like so all of a sudden everybody's trying to find an artist in the bay now so like there was like you know different major labels were coming out and then you know like kind of poaching different artists right and like so Nelly's hella smart. He's like, man, I love the Bay. I'm gonna do a fucking homage song. You feel me? And like, because and like, okay, how about this? St- strong arm steady. They're not from the Bay. They're from De- from Dago. But like, well, no, uh, well, only Mitchie is the rest. Well, Mitchie's from there. Yeah, but they're like, they want so so they got on by uh who put them on? Um, is the dude uh uh fuck it's his name? He uh, he's the other half of Black Star. There was most deaf and Talib Kweli. Talib Kweli signs them because he's like, man, it's not just the Bay, it's this Cali. There's because Cali kind of got after Pac died, we and then Bad Boy blew up and all. When the South started to come up, we kind of were like only independent. We weren't getting no mainstream exposure. You know what I mean? Yeah. But now because of sales, everybody wants them in the Bay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like everybody, and then like simultaneously, the sound from the Bay was was now morphing the commercial sound because you had like DJ Mustard who was like who who is on record for saying the hyphy sound and like Little John is what he took his and what do you know Little John also like worked heavy with the Bay so he, that's the sound that's the today's music yeah you know what I mean like even when you hear Detroit, current Detroit shit it sounds like classic mob Bay Area shit the beats yeah. the, the beat selections you know what I mean because yeah. this is just it is what it is now, you know what I mean? And it's kind of tight because people don't know that, but like you know, so it is cool for me to hear our sound everywhere. Me, like you know, the the sonically, yeah, I mean, the rap styles, so like that. But the beats, like that, it yeah. came from us, you know. Sure. Like you, you, I don't know, hyphy music. Like I mean, okay, you got to tell me on what are kind of some of the instruments that kind of like incorporate that. Make no, it's just dumb, dumb shit. Well, I know it's dumb shit, but there's like, I mean, sonically, there is like certain instruments that probably are getting used, you know, or certain pitches or like something. Cause it's more like it's more like tempos. Okay. And bass lines. Like, 
Okay. There, it, there's always every genre is controlled by a tempo. So, okay. for example, like everything is double time these days. So back in days, you have I mean, you have something called BPM, right? Beats per minute, right? Yeah. yeah. So, so you're, you you know uh, your tempo uh, for lack of a better term, right? So like say I got a beat, um, it's a it's a 16 bar count, right? And it's about 80 BPMs. So this is pretty fast, right? But say now I'm gonna make it a 32 bar count. You know what I'm saying? And it's 160 now. So imagine that it's the same temp, the same tempo. But so now, now put the, you look at it on a grid, it's, eight, the, the, it's 80, right? But now it's 160, but it's the same length. It's just now it, the increments are smaller. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, you have something that goes one, two, three, four. Now you got something that goes one, two, three, four, one, two, three, yeah. four. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, like, the high shit was just some fast shit. Okay. You know, 80 to 100 BPMs, you know what I'm saying? And this was before the double time era. Because now everything got this double time bounce. You know what I mean? Like, um, damn, what's a good example? Okay. Look up, uh, like, if you look up that one, uh, you know, I go on and on. Can't understand how it lasts so long. You know that beats Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. Boom, 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 boom. Okay, here's a signature for hyphy shit. Like zero hi-hats. Hi-hats are the ones that go. Okay. Yeah. Like they almost like never have hi-hats. Hey, what do you know about this Bogey? Uh one nation said E40 wants to take Biggie from Ken Randolph's house. What happened? What was that? Uh one nation said that E40 wants to Biggie from getting ran on. Yeah. Yeah, facts. So there's a so this is like the height of the East Coast, West Coast shit, right? And um, and Biggie and them, they're in the West Coast and they're doing a show. And it's and they're in the Bay, right? They're in the Bay, they're in Fairfield, California. Okay. So and this is like a small little pocket in the Bay. And uh oh, it might, I mean someone might fact check me on the spot, but anyways, so Biggie and them, they're performing, and little C's, he said. Once we did who shot you, the people in the crowd were like throwing quarters and coins at Biggie. Like <laughs> they're like, and then like he said he knew it was bad because the other artists that were like Mac Ten was there, and Lil C says he tries to say what's up to Mac Ten, and Mac Ten just walks through, <laughs> like shoulder checks him, and he was like, oh shit, because you know Lil C was like 17, 16, yeah. Right? yeah, and then he's like, bro, like so they get up out of there and they're in the limo. And these motherfuckers, they hem the limo up. Damn. You know what I'm saying? And then, but see, someone comes in and taps on the fucking window. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it puts a cell phone. So they grab the cell phone. It's E40. And then, and he's like, and here's here's uh, here's Biggie. He's like, I fuck with Sprinkle Me, Duke. <laughs> sprinkle Me. You know what I mean? <laughs> he's like, you good, you good. And, he, and then E40 had his guys follow him to the hotel and stay there all night and make sure nobody fucks with him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like he he shouts out E40, you know the in, back in the days the insert in the album. Uh-huh. This was what it was about. This is where you get your props. If someone really fucks with you, they're going to shout you out. He yeah. shouted out E40 in this fucking insert right. of the life, <laughs> the, the life after death album. Yeah. Which was the last album, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. But he loved see, here's the thing is that too short legend. Everybody wanted to fuck with two. Jay-Z fuck with too short. Yeah. You know, uh Biggie fuck with too short. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, 
and like E40, it wasn't until Too Short went to Atlanta. Because Too Short, he dropped an album in 95. It was his last album. He did like 12 more albums after that. Yeah, but, yeah, for sure. <laughs> but that's how they promoted it. This is how we're going to do it, y'all, on the last album. You know what? Throw that on. That uh, uh, getting it or get while the getting's good. Too short. My shit right here, man. And then like, but then so he stays away from rap for a couple years. But at the time, he retired and moved to Atlanta because too short. He, of course, he's gonna move to where Magic City is. Yeah. You know, you know, number ten. See you later. Dogs in the house. Let's get close to the end, y'all. Yeah, that's a hell of a like this on the last album. Oh yeah, Yeah, two shorts from the 80s. I think 86. I mean, they used to say, like, he's your favorite rapper's favorite rapper. It's because, like, man, he was cool as hell, right? Yeah, and he was on that, you know, he was pimping on a track. You know, I, like, okay, you know Ice-T, you know why Ice-T was so big? Nobody was getting on there saying curse words like that. Right. Like, you might be like, I'm from the streets. We get down, right? But Ice-T would be like, I'm from the motherfucking streets. You know what I mean? Well, it's like, it's the same rap, but now he was chucking. He had to put that parental advice on you. Man, Ice-T's a for real unicorn, man. Because, like, he didn't change everything ever. Fuck no. Snoop Dogg. I, I call them great white sharks because they never had to evolve. They were already the ultimate killing machine. Yeah. Never had to change anything they did. It worked all the time. E40 had to keep reinventing himself. Yeah. Jay Z keep reinventing himself. Yeah. Because I mean, but, but look at Nas, Nas, uh, Snoop, Too Short. Their rap style is the same now as it was back then. You know what I mean? I guess that's crazy when Too Short goes on to the high shit, right? Because how many beats per per minute is this? See, but he never changed his style though. No, I know. It, it, yeah. This is this is like eighty. This is like eighty right here. Yeah. This is like eight, eighty. Uh, eighty uh, right here. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. Not not uh ninety uh, uh a lot of nineties music. You know, eighty to ninety BPM is like where everything lives. You know what I mean? Because also too, when you're a DJ, you're gonna mix things that are in the same range. Man, we definitely gotta get some too short on the 420 playlist. We need to have a show. (laughs) And you know, where do you think I need an eighth came from? Yeah, I I need a freak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's that OG T-shirt right there. (laughs) Hell yeah. Yeah, too short, so fucking dope. I blowjob Betty. That was the first one that I ever heard. <laughs> Way back. And hey, where's my wife? Probably up in rehab, stuck on the pipe. <laughs> you was gassing, man. And yeah, too short. And, and wasn't, I mean, was he putting out an album like every year? 
I mean, okay, so 86 or 84, would check, check when his first album dropped because this one came out in 95 and this was his 10th album. You know what I mean? Yeah, yes, exactly. So basically an album a year. I can't beat the real. 83, don't stop rapping. Okay, so, and then, but yeah, 12 years later, he had dropped his. 83, 85, 86, 87, 89, 90, 92, 93, 95, 96. I guess this one came out in 93, didn't it? Yeah, so yeah, it came out like early. Yeah, right after the cocktail. Right after the cocktail. That was the one with Blowjob Betty and the other hits, right? Stop the bogey going to the Matrix. And Bogey was talking about the strong arm steady. We got to pull up one of the strong arm steady uh, joints over here. Uh oh. Let's see. Bogey coming back. Am I still gone? Oh, there you go. Now you're back. That was crazy. You were hella in the Matrix. Yeah. Well, I talking about Strong Arm Steady, I got to throw on one of the songs that I always remember. One of their weed smoking songs. Purple Pack. You know what I'm saying? They were on the uh, roof. With you. You, have you ever heard this? No. But What's the that that beat? They remade the beat, but they, it's originally a three six mafia, and they did the little the little and hey, that's hard. Play that. Still smoking all Philly blunt time. Yeah, still smoking Garcia Vegas. Niggas still smoking zigzags. Need them. Niggas still smoking Dutch masses. Got them. Weed so shiny, it's green like flat screen plasma. When I smoke my wood, it kind of feel like I got asthma. Older people say <laughs> smoke weed off the chain. Now how you maintain things off the brain? I tell them. That three six months. You hear this? You hear the beat? This beat? Yeah, because that was. You hear the hi hat? Yeah. Like how, how many BPMs is that? You think? That's probably like 120 right there. Okay. You know what I mean? So it's not that big of a difference, but or or it might even be like um, it might even be a six a, a 60 BPM that's double timed. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like I remember any anyone I know that oh what damn I'm so high I fucking broke the weed down on the table right next to the tray. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with me, man? Um, um, yeah, I, I'm uh, so back in. I mean, when the strong arm steady was big. I mean, this is what I didn't know. They're not all from Dago. No, no. So I mean, they got Exhibit. You know, I mean, he's not even from LA. Yeah, Exhibit's from New Mexico or got, uh, the uh, Albuquerque. I mean, they got a crazy crew because like Exhibit's like the front man. 
you know, and like Crondon, he's a straight up just crack dealer from fucking Compton and shit, you know. Hey, and like, he did hella, he did hella music with with Jacka. That's that's how I heard of Crondon. Yeah. Crondon is a fucking just straight up G. Like, he's the one on the first verse. Yeah, uh, yeah, this one. yeah. Um, and the smoke a bag when it made me feel like I had asthma <laughs> and feel the agony. Like man, he's just like he's like the lyricist like of the crew. Like he, so, he was, he was yeah. the one that he was, yeah, the second. And, and it was, what's his name that signed them, bro? Uh, uh, Ali, Ali, right? He's, he's one of the ones, you know, they have all the mixtapes and shit, and you always mm-hmm. got the DJ. So that was the one. Tell him, Kwali! And then he kicks in the song and shit. <laughs> hey, hey, to, to live free. That's and what Mitchie, it's like. I, I don't know. Like, I don't even know how they really like linked up with Mitchie necessarily because because he's like, the odd man out, actually. Well, maybe it's because they were doing some real West Coast shit, too, though. Well, I mean, they really want like they really wanted someone with bars, but I, I feel like because okay, so they got the you know, when everyone was doing the DVDs back in the day, they got the DVD and their shit is tight, just the behind the scenes of their yeah, shit. Yeah, hell yeah, their DVD was popping. They're going through like everyone and they're like, pretty like how do you describe Phil the Agony? How do you describe Crondon? How do you describe Exhibit? When everyone asked, how do you describe Mitchie? They're like, oh, Mitchie's a killer. And like all. <laughs> <laughs> Hella serious, too. I was like, oh, man. Yeah, he's a killer, bro. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and then they, it's like they go from that to like they're at the gun range. You know, they got the gun range footage. You know? I think that I think that might have been one of the earlier questions I asked you once I knew you are from Dago. Like, you fuck with Mitchie? And you're like, hell yeah, man. Come on, man. These yeah. guys naming all these albums. I'm like, oh, I don't know any of those. <laughs> 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 that my guy's from Dago. I thought he was king to them. You know what I mean? Well, one of the, hey, he hey, Crispy, gifting a 420 crew membership. And it's our man Kidda who's on the receiving end. It's awesome when it's like, you know, one of the regulars who get it. Yeah, like, hell yeah. Shout out to Kidda, man. You're but gonna get, uh, yeah, you're gonna get that. You're going to get that six-figure job, blood. I'm telling you. What the the thing that's hella dope is I could see Mitchie anywhere and he'll still remember me. And it was because I like I met him right after high school got out. I'm 18. Who knows how fucking old he is at that time? I think he's like 15 years older than me or something. And uh, it it was uh, it was you know it was it was a show, some show. He wasn't even performing. He was just there, kind of supporting. It was a little B Stone um, concert and uh, just one one of the bloods from the hound foundation so he was just kind of in attendance but he wasn't hanging out with nobody either the hound foundation i like yeah that's they're hella gangster they're uh that that's the crew that ran uh, if you ever heard about snoop getting run off the stage in san diego okay, yeah, i've heard that with all the blood yeah. motherfuckers jumped on there they, they throw that in the song he was like yeah we're from the crew that ran snoop and his homies off the stage <laughs> it was so wild because they had motherfuckers and security guards waiting and as soon as it happened they threw off their security shirts and they were up there throwing bows like man it was wild well yeah because most of the gangsters that's what they do for a, for an honest buck they just yeah. be security at these these events and shit yeah <laughs> and I mean, uh, the la politics is so crazy because it's like 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 diddy like you know like, like when you come to la you know that chicken and shit is real so it's yeah. like he was always aligned with the Crips. So anytime he came through, you had all the Crips, and they would, they would pose as security. And then what he would do is like he would give them all tickets to concerts. What up, Chase? Hell yeah. The ones that could, yeah. So it's like, so it looked like he in there thick with these motherfuckers. You know what I mean? For sure. Hell yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Perception. But so it was hella dope. So I I just went up to Mitchie like because he was just kind of off in the cut, and um, so I I mean and not even in the cut, just in a spot. 
amongst this bar place, you know, whatever that like, he, he wasn't around nobody. Yeah. And I just went on set, went up to him, told him I was a fan of the music. He's like, oh, thanks, young homie. And uh, I was like, man, you heard of these, uh, you heard of the medical cards, the weed medical cards? He's like, man, what's that shit all about? I was like, man, it's like a get out of jail free card. He's like, what? He was like, man, he's like, here's my number. He was like, he's like, you can, you can help me get one. I was like, yeah. And then we like, we talked. It's like, you're goddamn right. <laughs> can I call you Mitch? <laughs> hey, it's funny because like I, I always keep it cool until like you know someone like you know you can tell like they're okay he's filming me you know what I mean then yeah. I immediately fanboy <laughs> but it was I mean it was funny because like so the next day like I, I'm in college at this point going to community college and like um you I had called- a bunch of weed in your backpack didn't you yeah, for sure. And uh, <laughs> I called him, and uh, he, he called me back right when class was starting. So I like walked out of class, to, like take the call, you know. Fuck education. This is Mitchie calling me, and he's just, you know, I'm telling him about the place and where I'm gonna get him, uh, you know, an appointment at. It's gonna cost a uh, hundred and fifty bucks, you know. And I was like, the other dude in San Diego was like a thousand for like the longest time, and you gotta really have like cancer or some shit, you know, to get it from him. I was like, this guy, you're gonna go in, you're gonna pay a hundred and fifty bucks. You got to tell him a little story. And he was like, well, is anxiety one of those things? And he was like, I grew up in Southeast San Diego. I'm hearing gunshots every day. He yeah, was like, so, <laughs> hey, it's so crazy because it's so true, right? It's yeah, so it's true. true. <laughs> and it's like, that, now, I mean, this is way back then. Now it's like anxiety, all this shit. These are this all. Is 2004, well, like, this is 2004. Yeah. Because anxiety is categorized now as mental health, right? Isn't, isn't yeah. It yeah. Like that's, yeah. Like, so, so, like, people that don't think they, 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 they're, you know what I mean? Like, anxiety, you know why they do that, too? Because they're like, here, Xanax. Right, yeah, here, take these pills. Take these Xans. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so pretty much ever since then, like, he just always remembers me as Alex with the card. And uh, so, like, I mean, I even saw him. This is, I mean, I've seen him. Time oh, between. you're never forgetting you. Yeah, and so, Cause like. Because you, plug, you plugged him with the joint, too. Yeah, yeah. And so there was this one dude who he was, like, he was uh, at, at the spot that I worked. He was just kind of like the connection to uh, to all the to all the hood rappers and all that. And it was funny because like he and he um, he's like Mitchie's having a party. Why, why don't you come through? And it's at some bar. And uh, he introduced me to Mitchie like I never met him before. And I was like, I've known this dude for like like almost twenty years at this point. <laughs> <laughs> That's how he gives you one of those ones too when he rings yeah. you up. Oh yeah, for oh, sure. Man. Yeah. <laughs> and it's still one of my most uh, like uh, one of my most liked posts on Instagram like from ever was the the picture from his party because I got dope ass Robert Graham shirt on I got the furry Kangle you know on doing yeah he's doing he's doing his thing <laughs> he got the Cubans on and he got he just made little sparkles on the table you know what I mean yeah and it was his birthday and it was like hella low key because like I don't know Mitchie's like never in San Diego it's almost like because like man too well, many, I mean, you know, too I many enemies. It. <laughs> I was about to say I saw an interview with him where he was like, "Man, he was like, you know, some rap shit, bro. You just can't really be in your own hood sometimes, man. Yeah. He's like, they just don't, they don't want to see you make it. It's that crowd yeah. in the bullshit. <laughs> and he, he references the fact that a lot of these rappers that get popped, bro, they're getting popped in their own hood. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, at this time, he was talking about this is like this couple of years ago, but he was talking about uh that dude uh, from from the Coke Boys, uh, French Montana's boy. Yeah, I forget the other rapper's name, bro. Ah, uh, it's killing me. He was nice too, but this dude—he's from Harlem, or no? He's from uh, he's from the Bronx. 
Yeah. And, you know, he just in his Aston Martin right in the hood at night. And then somebody just, you know, they, they I don't know if they stuck him up or they, someone shot him in his car. You know what I mean? And Mitchie Slick was actually the first interview that I did on the on the YouTube mm-hmm. channel. Like, out of anybody, anybody, he was the it's first. Right. He was the first YouTube uh, interview that I did. So check it out. He was like, yeah, we were planning it to where it was going to be a smoke session. But man, he was he was at the airport. He was like, I got like an hour. You know, I'm at the airport. He was like, man, we got to go get this money. And uh, getting getting his features from all over the country. That was cool, though, because like, for some, like, okay, my man Brian out there. I remember when you brought me on with Demo. Damu. Demo, uh, Damu. My man Demo's a he was San Jose blood. That's why I got a little dislike. But yeah, with Dom Move. And then I've never, you know, I I I knew him from I think a couple songs you had played me. Uh-huh. But like I tell my man, so I was like, yeah, I was like, uh, I just did a show with Dom Move. He's like, what? He was tripping. <laughs> and then he went to watch it. He was like, man, you didn't even ask him anything dumb. You don't know his shit, bro. <laughs> I was talking to him about like the music making aspect. Right, and, and seeing, like, man, I wish... I, if I knew him, if I knew his music personally, I, I would reference things. Hey, yeah. how was it, like, recording this song with so-and-so, or, you know what I mean? It was, like, it was tough. That one was a tough interview, because he was on his phone, and... Oh, he was on a delay, like, a 30 second. Hey, that was funny, though, because we did figure out his delay, remember? Yeah. He was, like, on a 30-second delay, so I'd be like, so how was it recording on, like, like in the DAP tapes? <laughs> All right, wait for it. <laughs> oh man, the dad tips, man, you bringing it back. <laughs> and then, like, he would have a lengthy answer, and then, you know, I would like chime in on some stupid interrupting Bogart shit, and then I would just ruin it. Like, oh shit, you gotta wait for him to hear it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> he stops because I cut him off. Yeah. And you gotta wait to hear it. Oh, yeah, that shit was funny, man. And so this one, I mean, shit, this one is, you know, me, like, I mean, Mitchie, like, man, I mean, he was just hella dope, you know, musically in San Diego and all that. So, I mean, I'm I'm still excited about that one. I may go back and watch that just because, like, there's some, there's some real gems in that interview because, uh, yeah, like, I've been a fan of his since, like, I mean, shit, I think, like, 02 or 03, whenever that first shit, like, dropped. Ooh, you ready for this? Drink yeah. shot, go back. And you can make it uh you could even be like 420 uh classic clips or something and just go yeah. back and for shorts, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Let me see. Here's another one. I think this is the one. If I were just screen recorded joints and I Kaleo, uh, uh, steady aromatic motherfucker, uh, I got uh, my steady automatic motherfucker, uh, this was one of the ones that uh, that was all over the uh, the TV. Like, this is a as well. Oh yeah, this is the one that was playing the background. Yeah. 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 What up, big he said, oh, hey, the HK was dope, man. Yeah, I always wanted one. I like Germany, guys. 
nigga Tash spread wisdom with a young killer. My nigga X give exposure to a young builder. They crying in agony, squall with me. The F you tame to the plain steady gang who remain on top of the food chain. With the cop and the new chain, they're retracting the top back. They're squatting the block and some of them go shoot things. We strive for supremacy by rifling enemies. And making niggas bitches stuff they brains back in their forehead like Kennedy's. <laughs> Say the game, we don't do it for fun. We ain't playing steady niggas on the trigger side of the gun. And we dumping the ammo. We gonna have a side here in front of the barrel. Yeah, pure, unadulterated, untampered with shit. Logic from the projects, the way that I spit. Feel the ag, hit you slip. We come equipped with the heat by the bottom of the seat if you flip. Don't play, hey, Cron Dawn is my guy, man. Oh, this is for the agony. Oh, agony. Yeah, yeah. Agony is my guy. That's what I'm about. I meant to say that. I like him the best. He's a lyricist of the crew. He's the one that got the choice with the gap. He's the only one that's like an actual rapper. You know, like everyone else is like gangsters who are rapping. He's an actual rapper. Like, I would say shit. And you said he was from. He's from LA. Him and Crondon are from LA. Crondon's the albino. He's the white skin one. He was like, I'm the one that you can take home to mama. Hey, you know what's crazy is. You ever heard of Brother Ali? I don't know. He was another guy, another albino rapper, bro. Hella dope, bro. Doing it since Arsenio was in the mix with it. My content is part fit, part hip, part righteous nigga, and part gangster shit. The black heart. Right, let's see what Tino's talking about. He said, play that note. I got great. Oh, shit. That's my cousin, bro. the federation in this one. Okay. Before you play this Nump, right? This here's my Nump story, cause I got really tight with Nump, cause Nump, he's a Filipino dude from Alameda. That's that's the five one zero. It's like right, it's right, it's like basically Oakland, but like, like sorry, motherfuckers from Alameda would be like, I'm from Oakland, blood. like no, you from Alameda, you know? But he wouldn't like that. He's repping, right? But look at this. So he he went to Full Sail, same school as my man's for sound engineering. You know what I'm saying? So Nump, he and, and Nump was like he without hyphy music, Nump would never existed, right? Okay. He was one of them engineers slash producers, but he made music too. Okay. And so E40 put him on, you know what I mean? And check this out. So he does he's he was he he engineered hella joints for E40. Like uh, uh on the get on the ghetto report card, he has credits on there. Okay. As one of as one of um sick with its uh engineers right so check this yeah. out uh he's in the studio and he you know the federation all these fools they're all coming up you know they're all under sick with it and uh, so he does a song with them and e40 he kept e40 told him hey i'll do i'll do a joint with you you know what i'm saying and he goes yeah cool and he's like and then he kept cur kept curving up you know what i mean like in the lab because like you know like and then so he goes all right so he goes I did it for him. I got great. He, <laughs> he just like, and he goes, 40. I just, he goes, oh, I already didn't did that, player. He goes, no, 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 I did that. It all worked. That's you. All right, let me do it. So he puts, you know what I mean? Because yeah. when he heard it, he thought he did it. Yeah. Because he was like, no, no, no. It was like a reference track. And hey, I'm going to do it this one I need you to say. But he does it like in his delivery. Yeah. 
Yeah, so then, because then this is the one that blew up. And it's funny because it's Nump's song, but he's on the third verse. So, like, in the radio, you never hear him because they would mix him out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, but this is classic. Throw that bitch on. <laughs> this is like a club anthem right here, bro. He was the older. He was the older. The older guy. He had the gray. He had the gray. You know what I mean? Okay, yeah. He had the grays on his beard, and he would top it up with my dad. And because of that, he'd be like, man, that's why you got a good head on your shoulders. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because you know my dad would be kicking it, bro. You know, that I always thought the Bay Area music you didn't need to sound stuff. still in the Bay. And uh, but SoCal music, straight gangster music. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> See, but here's the thing, though. It's, okay. In in the East Coast. Okay, here, how about this? In the South, when you're in the club, gangsters get down. Yeah. When you're in the East Coast back in the days, the gangsters are in the club like this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right? In the Bay, you will see a mob of, 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 of dudes just killing the dance floor together. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they all got guns and shit. They do a dumbass dances. You're doing, you're doing a bird and shit. Yeah. <laughs> you're gonna tell someone you're gonna you're gonna laugh at someone doing a dumbass dance and he's got a banger on him. You know what I mean? Right, right, exactly, right. <laughs> and then you go to LA, LA is like 
You know what I mean? They, they don't dance like that. They just throw up gang signs on the floor. You know what I mean? And, and, they, and they got their ladies dancing. And you better not look at their ladies, bro. You know what I mean? Like, it's hey, yeah. We're going to play one more song before we get out of here. I got to make a little pasta run. Um, this is uh, the Mary Jane Funky. I mean, you had to be connected somewhere if, like, anyone was talking with you in San Diego and they were they were the weed. They, you know, they, they were the weed, uh, the weed dude. So they, were act, they weren't just a clever name. They were actually dealing, too. Yeah. That's hard. Dude, <laughs> <laughs> And uh, let me see. So they got actually. We'll play. We'll play. I'll play a verse from each uh, from two of these songs. One of them is uh, is a Mary Jane anthem, but the other one's Operation Gangrene because hustlers. Uh, so uh, they do got some hustle songs on here too. Where are they from? Yeah, they were, they, were they bloods? No, no, they weren't nothing. Yeah, this is not it. What 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 year was this on? Before you say, was this like two thousand like eight? No, two thousand like four or five. Okay, because they were saying what was that what? Because that was that thing back then. You do you remember that? Yeah, <laughs> that was that shit, bro. Yeah, they. I, was, I thought that was the first go thing. It's funny they uh, they fucked up. They got the shit like titled wrong on uh, <laughs> on. YouTube. No, but that's how they get away with things, though. Remember what? Well, like okay, you would remember. Sometimes I'll send you a song, and you'd be like, "Oh, it, I found a song, but the official name is you know whatever." You remember? No, no, no. I think this one is literally just two song titles are mixed up. Oh wow, that's dumb. Yeah, <laughs> that's a kid. That's a kid that posted that up. Some stoner shit for sure. We'll find it the old school way. Skimming through it, right? <laughs> this is how I listen to beats. Hey, hold on, hold on. Oh, yeah, maybe not. All right. Well, you know, we'll just go to the... Uh, just, I mean, if, ever, if ever you can't find something, just type in the artist's name and then a lyric from... Or like a lyric from the hook. You know what I mean? That's how you're... That's, what, that's what's dope about YouTube. You know, they even got it now where you can sing to that motherfucker? Yeah, yeah. I saw the commercial. I might have done it a couple times. Let's see if that. Let's see. <laughs> so that's funny. This is not the Mary Jane Junkies channel on this one. Let's see if this guy got the right one. Nope, he got it wrong too. It's funny. Oh, wait, I, maybe are you remembering it wrong? Because now that's two people. No, 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 no. I, no, I have, I have the CD. Like I, I have the CD. And he's like, listen, I am from Diego, bro. I you know how much weed I broke down on that weed case. Bro? I'm not remembering this wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I wish you. They got, they got some slappers. Here goes the Mary Jane. Mary Jane. Mary Jane. She's a wine for me. You know me, I'm smoking till the wheels fall off. Mixed with this Hennessy pouring like Lord. Sure she's she's killing me softly. she got to me. I'm feeling this cup with quickness. Addicted, I'm down to kill for this bitch. She got me stealing this shit. Maybe hit me up in Bailey, but fuck it. I love her now. Uh, isn't Paul Gage Shotty one of Guccini's homies? Yep. This is his group. Oh, word. Yeah. 
Cause see, you know, cause Guccini got mad tight to Diego too. Yeah. Like I think his daughter even go just graduated college out there. Yeah, I forgot that uh, that you said that Guccini knows him. So this is the one where he goes solo on a song, and it's solo bolo. Yeah, twelve gets shot. He does, man. That, that's he got around, bro. Yeah, I never knew he was from Dago. I always just thought he was from LA and shit. Yeah, because he was doing a lot of pimping, right? So he was making it everywhere. Yeah, yeah, bro, you're right, bro. I've been a rider since day one. Never caught slipping. I'm always ready to lick shots. They call me Young Shotty Pimp, except I don't shoot hoop. Cause I okay. Shoot when they fuck Look at this. You want to know what like defines the West Coast down? Piano keys. Actual deep bass lines, like not 808 necessarily, but bass lines played. Right? Okay. Instrumental like things, like funk, inf funk influence bass. But see, you know all the cool sounds, like all, the, or all that. Yeah, those are called oscillators. And the West Coast sound, his signature is oscillators. Yeah, Dr. Dre, like every. You know, every I, I noticed that even even the Diego sound is heavily, you know, what I mean? vocoders. You know what vocoders are, right? Okay, this is really cool. Remember, you brought me on the clubhouse just a couple times, and I didn't even say anything. I was just on there listening with Mitch. Yeah. And Mitchy brought on a famous vocoder, a vocoder artist, where it's so you have the tube, and then you sing, but you play the keys, and it's like the robot kind of, you know, like yeah. the, vo the vocoder. Remember when he had that guy? Yeah. Remember he was playing that shit yeah. on the clubhouse? Yeah. That's West Coast sound too. You know what I mean? Because the West Coast hip hop sound from 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 SoCal was birthed through the funk and like black soul like music. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because that's what was being sampled. Right. You know what I'm saying? That you know because the West Coast guys, you know, like my life, my life, my life, my life. Yeah. In the sunshine. You know what I mean? Like that era of music was the shit being sampled. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, George Clinton and the uh, uh, the, the, the parliaments. Uh, am I saying that wrong? The, the funky parliaments. The front. The, the, right, I'm saying it wrong. Have to back check that one. Which one? Yeah, George Clinton and the parliaments. There you go. Yeah, the, you know what I'm saying? Like, just. And you know what? They were on, bro. George Clinton, specifically, they were on LSD like crazy, bro. <laughs> like, the music was like influenced, and you know what I mean? Like, remember he had the rainbow dreads? Yeah. And he didn't start doing that till he was old, old. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's when he started getting crazy, though. Like, those old ladies who got their hair like That's what I'm saying, because he was on that LSD. One more bowl, then we'll get up out of here. We're gonna be back for FNT. Hey, I got I got a request while you smoke this bowl. Right. It's just a classic. I was just listening to it yesterday. But it's, it's the Jacka. The Jacka uh good girly. I don't know if, I don't remember if that's what it's called, but it's good girly. That'll find it. See the Jacka, real, real deal, hardcore gangster, dope boy, right? 
Like the ones that came up. Uh, the Jacka Girls Day. The Jacka Girl. Those, those two came up. Hey Girl. Uh, one of the first two. Right. It's one of them featuring Rob Lowe. If that's the one. Uh, none of these have a feature. Okay. Click, click the first one. Or put, uh, put good girl. Get, get that. Oh no, that's not the one. But you know what? We're gonna slap this one. This is my shit. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's a turn. Nice on me. Flat around my wrist, on my hips, a corn thing. Still from your mother, cause she's a cold thing. That bitch overnight all started from the street. Introduce me to your wife, now that's the wrong thing. Got chicks everywhere, every time my phone rings, it's a light skin thing. Imagine oh, maybe it's a dark one. so many whips, I can't remember why I park with. Celebrate every day, my childhood was a harsh one, but I'm back now. 20 G stack in my pocket. My figure chain, and yes, girl, wanna rock it. My figure lawyers, accounts, and stock market. Make a million dollars. Why you other rappers talk? Say, he said, make a million dollars while you other rappers talk. He didn't make an Because he'll drop an album and make a million Every weekend. She says she's Cuban, but I thought she was Puerto Rican. Fired up the purple when the gals start geeking. I guess it's been a while since the trail nigga been around. Been a down chair. It was real spontaneous. She's not the smartest chick, but she she got brains, my man. You know that girl say, 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 say. You know that girl say, say, say. You know that have you heard the uh, hustler, the Bay Area rapper? Yeah, because he's in that like you know, yeah, yeah. Remember, that's why we always call you Hus, bro. <laughs> But see, he was hus a lot. Yeah, because he was mu- he's a Muslim guy. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, hustler, but hus a lot. Because they 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 they, they on their team. Yeah. They're, they're on their acting. You know what I mean? Fucking like uh, uh, the Jacka and the hustler. They're like Muslim, like a motherfucker. You know I mean? Yeah, the hustler was. All, I mean, I know everyone was kind of rocking the pillow shades back then, but he always had the stunners. Yeah, with the diamonds on him and shit. A lot of goofy ones too, but uh, yeah, he always, always had a few. Yeah, didn't he have a segment in Drill TV where he was like introducing one of the one of the? Uh, Is that when he had the flat top? Now he had the kid and play the kid and play flat top. Or he he actually had the other Gumby. That I can't remember. Well, and, and like he's like he's, he's like six foot three or something like that. He's like a tall ass dude. You know what I mean? Yeah, Dino well, said I got the dopest hair in the game. <laughs> yeah, bro. Because he was like already tall as fuck. Then he had this fucking, you know what I mean? And he rocked the big ass, big ass donkey. And he had the little California state little thing. It was like a, like a, you know, like the California state. Yeah. Yeah, that was his joint. He, what was fucked up is that like he um see he they they try to put the snitch jacket on him. Yeah. But, but what's fucked up is like so he gets popped for like 13 bricks and then and then he cuts a deal, a plea deal 
right? And you know what's fucked up when you cut a plea deal is because when you're not when, back in the days, bro, you couldn't just go online and look at this shit. So you'd be like, bro, he cooperated, bro. He yeah. ratted. And they know he cut a plea. Yeah, it's totally different. Yeah, you know what I mean. And, 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 and a lot and a lot of times. <laughs> I, I would say, and just in the court system in general, like 70, 60, 75. Every, 80% is cooperating? Well, no. Well, I mean, cutting the plea, cutting the plea yeah, deal. Oh, yeah, 90%. Cutting the plea deal is instead of taking it to court. Like that's, and they go you know, like this. No, they'll, go, they'll go like this. They'll say, hey, um, you you facing 30 years mm-hmm. to life. You know what I mean? Here's this. Here's this deal. You know, I mean, you get you'll 15, five. 15 or whatever, 10, you take it right now, but we're, we're not taking it to court. Because that's really what it is, is, is you don't go to trial because like trials are hell of expensive for like. I, I was there. I was there 2005. Uh, it was the Mac Dre like bir- birthday party. Yeah. Uh, and this was, this was the first year of him dead. Yeah. It was this fat ass party. At the club Avalon, that's in Sunnyvale, California, right? And so, anyway, so we're we're at this joint, and the hus is about to go in for this big old case that he had been. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, you know, and then you know, he was obviously part of this and whatnot. So, like, it was like kind of his party too. Okay. You know what I mean? And like, he's funny because he just talks a gang of shit. Bitch, your face is ugly. Like he's on the mic and there's like all these bitches and shit. And he's like, bitch, your face is ugly. You, you're busted. You, your face is ugly. You, I'm fucking gorgeous. <laughs> like he was just, that was his whole thing. And like, he wasn't the greatest rapper, but he had this rhyme scheme and he just hoarded on everything. Uh-huh. It's the hustler, hustler, hustler. And I scoop up chickens like none other. Right? Then he'll be on another song. I scoop up chickens like none other. The hustler, hustler. <laughs> He's just like, he'll do the same shit as fucking switch it up. Like, it was like, he just never had no rhymes for at one point. But <laughs> he was just, but he was a part of that whole Mac Dre. He was there when Dre was alive. And, right, right. And and, and uh, Ryder and Huster are like cousins for real. Okay. Ryder J. Clyde, he's another one of the mob figures. So, like, he signed them. You know what I mean? And then, like, oh, the yeah. Yeah, because Hustler was one of those guys who had the stamp, the Mac stamp of approval, right? Wasn't he on like the Thiz? The Thiz. Yeah, like, he was on their label. All that shit. And, yeah. and it's and it's crazy because like he he uh, uh he was he was this blow on the pecking order, and then he really fucked with Ryder. Like Ryder came out with albums right away, and then and then the uh, uh, Hustler like well he I think he dropped one like since the it was called like since the eighties or something like that. Okay. It was like long awaited, you know what I mean? Like just yeah. super long awaited. Because also when Mac Dre died, all that shit started hitting the fan, and they got this Rico case, and you know what I mean on the label. So you know it just went, and then then Hus went in and did like some time. Yeah, it was, but uh, yeah, they're from Pittsburgh, Cali, from the Pueblo Projects, bro. My grandma is from there. We're well, not from there, but that's where when they came to America, that's where you know what I mean. So growing up, I was in Pittsburgh. So my cousins that are from out there, like they're the ones that put me on the mob. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're like, bro, you ain't heard of the mob figures? And then, you know, like, um, I grew up like funking with Crips. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. So like, I hated Crips. Fuck Snoop. Like, I didn't like Crip music. I was just, <laughs> you know what I mean? Because motherfuckers stabbed me and shit. Like, I just grew up funking with Crips. So I remember I'm in high, uh, I'm out of high school and my little cousin was in high school. 
no, no, no. I'm in high school. And my little cousin was in junior high. And he's like, man, you never heard of them. My figures like, Sibo signed them. And Sibo, oh, I love Sibo as a kid. But now I'm at the point where I'm like, fuck Sibo. Because <laughs> like, he's like a notable crip. You know? <laughs> yeah. No, nah, bro, you signed the mob figures, bro. And I, of course, I had heard all. And I'm like, oh, shit, okay. Yeah. And, you know, it's really till someone puts you on. And like, because they were like a super group. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Uh, like, you know, so yeah, AP9. Who uh, AP9 these days is famous for being the one that supposedly, uh, 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 cause Ice T supposedly like a like a like a cuck or something, bro, and he lets AP9 fuck his bitch, <laughs> cause that was like a thing going on like ten years ago. They're like, oh shit, y'all hear about AP9 is fucking Coco, but anyways, <laughs> and like Ice T was cool with it, like you know what I mean? Yeah, this is what they were saying in the Bay. You know yeah, because AP9 he used to cut my hair because he AP9 he fucked with one of my boys' studio and that's where his shop was like when he was in you know what I mean in this on this side, and I think he moved he moved out to Vegas like you know what I'm saying. But anyways, I got my hair cut. I mean, he didn't used to cut my hair. I say yeah, I I got my hair cut by him. Yeah, and of course you know me I asked the Coco shit. Yeah, I'm like man, he's fucking on Coco, bro. <laughs> Come on, man. You want to- I said, he said, I said, this is a barbershop. This is what we talk about, man. <laughs> anyway, fucking, um, and then there was Ryder, Ryder J. Clyde and Hustler. They're cousins. Uh-huh. And then there's the Jacka, and he's from Pittsburgh, too, right? And the Jack, um, see, what's crazy is, like, the Jack, he is, like, one of them two-parent joints. Uh-huh. Uh, not two-parent joints, uh, a, a single-parent joint. So he would be in Richmond when he was with, like, his, his other parent. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, so, and then so he fucked with this dude named FedEx, right? Fifty yeah. states, and Fifty states, right? This dude, he's kind of dope too. He's one of my favorites out of the group because he's the most truth. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because his dad was a boss kingpin coke dealer. You know what I mean? In Richmond, yeah. Cali, super boss kingpin. God, I think got murked too. But the son is one of them fucking movie stories where the son was running his dad shit at one point. You know what I mean? Yeah, and that's why they call him Fifty States because it supposedly was everywhere. And then someone tried to murk his the Fifty States out, shot him in the face, and he yeah. survived, bro. <laughs> you know, so I don't think he's made music after that. But at least I didn't, I've never been checking for it. But like, so there, here's this group of these crazy dope dealers, bro. Like just all across the board. It's probably why I love their music so much. I hella <laughs> identified with it. And then like the Jacka, we we started kicking it with him for real. Yeah, you know I mean? like I got a song, I did a song with him, and then when that day, it was crazy because that day he came through, my dad got in a, cra- a crazy motorcycle accident. Oh damn! So then, like, and it, it was, it, you know, and the jack was on some like, like he was in the booth when I got the call. I'm recording him, and then he's like fucking up the, he fucked up the take, and then I'm just like, you know what I mean? Normally I just bring it back, and then he's like. Yo, he's knocking on the window, like, yo, what's up? And I'm like, oh sh- shit, bro. And I'm like, I just I just got a call. My dad's in the hospital right now. And he goes, Oh man, that's cool, bro. Take your time, bro. Go do whatever you gotta do. You know what I mean? And then my boy yeah. took over. Right? And then when I came out, he was chopping with me. Oh shit, man. He's like, you know. Then every time I saw him, he would ask, How's your dad doing, bro? You know what I mean? So that was like how, you know what I mean? Yeah, I got in with the, you know what I'm saying, but like, and he was always mad cool. Cause after that, after that one time of paying him to work with us, you know what I'm saying, we would pay him to do shows with us and shit like that. Yeah, cause like that was how we would make money. It's like, oh, we're about to throw a show, to give throw the jack like twelve hundred. He'll come do 
come through, do like a 20 minute set for real. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, because of him there, we would sell hella, hella tickets. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it was like, so it was nothing. That was nothing to give him 1200. You know what I mean? Like we're about to make like five, six bands a night. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? About to go down. Like, and we used to do it all the time, bro. And he would bring every, bring the mob out. Tight. <laughs> the mob with him. Just every, because that's just the age they just, you know what I mean? Yeah. Tight. <laughs> but yeah, I could go on for days. Let's get out of here. Oh, yeah. We'll see you guys back here for FNP in like, uh, what, three hours? Yep. All right. Peace out. Defense on me. I don't want them to gain another yard. You blitz. All night, if they cross the line of scrimmage, I'm going to take every last one of you out. You make sure they remember forever the night they played the top.